Well, the intention of the podcast is to help guide people back to their true selves. And I think by having you on and like, you're so authentic, the way that you show up on social media and as a coach, like you show the good, the bad and the ugly. Like there's there's no hiding. And I think that's so important yeah. for people to see. So I would love to know like what's on your heart that you want to you want to share with people. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because I felt like as soon as you said that we were going to let it go wherever it wants to go, Mm. this huge rush of like really deep emotion came in and I feel like my eyes are already tearing up. So I feel like we are going to get really deep and really (laughs) raw today in some way. Mm -hmm. I feel like the energy showed up sort of knowing that this was going to unfold. So you know that I'm all about spirituality and business and unique magic and really bringing through like the parts of you Mm -hmm. only you can bring at their most potent and so for that to happen we have to really like dissolve the shame we have to allow those parts of us to show that somewhere along the way we were conditioned, you know, to, to believe like, Oh, we can't, that we can't be taken seriously in business and talk Mm -hmm. about that or share that with other people. So I think like at the core of like what I do and why I do what I do, like that's what exists. And I think that it's interesting that, um, there's so many crossovers with like all the different coaches and all the different healers out there. And um, what I ultimately see is that there's different portals to this transformation. Business happens to be one portal of transformation, right? Mm. Sex is like another portal, like in the body and pleasure, another portal into this transformation and initiation. But I really do see like business as this path of initiation that allows us to go deeper within ourselves and, Um, to really like feel into what wants to get created, Um, especially for the healers out there, which are the only people that I really am like speaking to as of late, like the ones that aren't just here to make money, but they're here to Mm -hmm. like change things and leave this world better than than how they found it to lead us in this path of ascension. And so for those people, it's like, holy shit, like, (laughs) I have to reveal all these parts of myself, I have to come up against like rejection, and like, you know, the the feeling of like, you know, these spiritual gifts that like, no one like gave them a degree to have these gifts, but yet they know that they're here to share them. So I guess that's what's bubbling up within within me right now. How is all this learning for you? (laughs) I'm loving it. I would like to, I know obviously a bit about your story because like I see it on social media and you've shared a bit, but I would love to let the listeners in on your story of like fully accepting your spiritual gifts because I know it hasn't been an easy one for you. Yeah, I feel like it's come in pieces and that it's like still unfolding and I think that there's going to be more things that unfold that are like yet to be seen you know and known by me I really like stepped into like the world of coaching in a very traditional way I wasn't trying to like be spiritual or do anything in particular I just knew that my recruiting business and my background in that path just felt very there was just so much expectation and I just wanted to be myself and talk to people about what they wanted. And, and that's what ultimately led me into coaching is like, I just want to talk to people about what they're like dreaming about creating and who mm. they want to be. 
and for me, like that was coaching that like, coaching allowed for that. Um, and so the spiritual gifts kind of found me like I, I wasn't looking for them. It was that I was very fascinated by them. Like I had, you know, been pulled towards the readings and someone told me in my very first reading, like, you know, you're going to be doing something like me, like but in your own way. And at that point, like literally like my career aspirations and like, I was like, well, I have a restaurant background. Maybe I could like open a coffee shop. Like that just logically makes sense. Yeah. Like, oh, no, that's not it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like really fascinated by it, but I like at that point in time, like, I just was totally unaware until I started all of my coach training. And this was like kind of 2015, 2016. And all of the people that I was working with, um, the other coaches that were training were like, wow, you're like really intuitive and you're picking up on so much. I'm like, yeah, well, that's a part of our coaching model. We're supposed to like bring in our intuition. They're like, you're doing something different. (laughs) Like I don't do it like that. Other people don't do it that way. And so I really needed it to be reflected back at me over and over that there was something there that was a gift. And that's when I started like leaning in to develop it and going into like, you know, the metaphysical trainings and, you know, the psychic circles, but it was very much like behind closed doors for a while. Um, And then like slowly I had enough bravery like to go live and to, um, I was so nervous. Like I would see my, like dad or my aunt or somebody yeah. that I'm not sure how they felt about it showing up and I could tell that I would like start tripping up on my words or like you know the inner critics would take over and it would distract me but that I feel like it became normal you know for me at, at some mm. point and then now the channeling is another thing that like same story it's been around for a couple of years it's like yeah you know, just kind of in, in my own way, like tiptoeing, dipping toes in until I really had to do that work to, that one was fucking scary and like brought up so much emotion. And I feel like I'm finally like, sort of like, like I stepped through the portal on that one. I feel like I just am starting that journey. So those are like the main journeys that I can like personally speak to but it it does feel like a journey like it feels like such a journey with gifts you know yeah it's so easy to see from the outside that like you just have these gifts and you've had them all your life Mm -hmm. but there's there's like it really has been a journey for you like accepting them and you know becoming this person that you are now I think it's beautiful to see your transition as well and how you do in the end embrace it like you're not rejecting it it's um I feel like it's filled with like a lot of I don't even know the word like but I feel the emotions like bubbling like when I put out like that my first channeling like a few months back um maybe maybe six weeks ago I did my first channeling like on video and Mm -hmm. I was like so nervous to let people see me do that but just because I had put it out there it doesn't mean that I'm like oh you know it's done now I'm feeling so great about it I feel like what happened afterwards was like a lot of um I kind of set off the inner critic I've been calling it the inner Karens I don't know if 
the Karen exists but like Mm -hmm. there's like so much to say from these like inner Karens about what I'm doing and like who I'm doing and like I remember like looking at it and saying wow like well my readings like they got way more comments like I feel like my readings are just so impactful maybe I should just stick with with readings and cards because people they seem to like that better so everything within me like rises and tells me go back to what you know like go back to what's comfortable and shut this shit down and so it feels very like I think turbulent is like the best word to walk through the beginnings of like a gift coming out at least that's my my experience with it yeah that's so honest of you as well I'm just wondering like what is it that's pulling you through because there's something inside you where you know you want to be on this journey like despite how hard it is what what is it Mm, yeah and so I feel like I know that this is like what I was feeling in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, it's like, oh, this is going to be real and raw. I don't even know what it is, but it's there. Um, but yeah, um, I've had this conversation with my husband a lot recently. And us, like, we've been having a really challenging patch in our marriage right now, not only from like having our kids, but like, it's come out of his mouth that he's like, you were, you were not a psychic when I met you. You were not talking about channeling when we got married. And I wasn't. And yeah. um, I've had so many conversations with him about like, because he wants to hold it as like, I don't have to be into all of the things that you do. And I'm like, this is who I be. This is who I am. Like someone that is born gay. Like I'm like, I am a healer. I am a channel. I am a psychic. This is me. And Mm -hmm. for me to be in full expression of who I am and to fully feel in that alignment, like I can, I cannot be anything else other than that in this world, because this is who, who I am and who I came here to be. And so every time I feel like I step into it, if I try to shut it off again, or to like put it back in the drawer somewhere, I feel that sense of like, ooh, I'm not in alignment. Ooh, like I'm holding something back. And so it's like, it's almost like, you know, I think like, I think that most people that are spiritual have that sense of like, if we're feeling aligned or not. And I think our Mm -hmm. emotions tell us if we're in alignment, right? Like, um, and that, that is a part of it. I think the other part that I always talk about with business owners is like, what's the bigger reason that you're doing all this that makes this worth it? Because for me personally, there's times where if it was just about Ashley and her, you know, life as a mom and her business, I think oftentimes it probably would be easier just to be like, just go with what works, just go with what's like simple and making the money. And I've asked myself several times, I'm like, if this is so fucking hard (laughs) and I'm walking through all this, like why? Yeah. And I think other than like really just knowing that it's who I am and coming Mm -hmm. to like that realization, it's like, I know that myself and many others, like we came here to do something really fucking important and it's bigger than all of us. It's so much bigger than all of us. And when I connect with that energy, it's like, 
oh, it's not even fucking about me or how I feel or if it's inconvenient or uncomfortable for me. Like that this like transformation, this expansion that we're here to bring is it's bigger. And I think that that's like the energy that like pulls me through it. And I always have to bring myself back there. And I'm always talking to like spiritual business owners, right? About like connect back in with that because it's at that point that your ego can't be trying to tell you <laughs> which way to turn. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's our hook into like the resilience to keep going. Mm, for sure. Something's coming up for me that I want to ask you and like, yeah. I don't know if it's, um, I don't know, like too hard to go there, but it just keeps coming up. And I feel like I'm going to ask you it, but we can always Say cut it. it out if you don't do want to it. it. Yeah, yeah, do it. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I'm finding it so difficult to ask. Um, is there a part of you that doesn't accept yourself within your marriage like your your gifts if that makes sense mm. accept myself within my marriage you know I think like I think because like the foundation of the relationship wasn't like designed with it in mind it's kind of like where does this like fit into who we are like as a as a couple and mm -hmm. like we definitely are like going the therapy route like and um like pursuing like how can we find healing together how can we explore this with like a third party that's neutral because I just am a total advocate of like getting the help getting the support um mm -hmm. I think that I think that ask me again it, the question again one more time so I make sure that I'm actually trying to speak to it directly however you best yeah. remember like is there a part of you that doesn't accept yourself, like this new Ashley within your marriage? Mm. So I think the best way that I can describe the experience is that when I had this like sort of like big coming out, sort of like I felt like 2020, there was like this activation or something and the channeling was a part of a well, piece of that. Mm -hmm. I think my frequency went up and like when you're in a relationship of any kind, marriages especially, <laughs> that's a big core relationship. And I don't mean to be, I don't want to be like making, being like, oh, I'm higher frequency. Like, I don't want to even make it about that. But um, he, it's sort of like the other person has to either sort of like rise or it repels. And so there's that aspect of it that's going on that I'm aware of. And I think that the other piece of it is that I'm also trying to face like, is there fears of, of rejection, right? Like, am I projecting mm -hmm. any fears here of like, you know, rejection from family? I know that mm -hmm. for me, like in therapy sessions, it's come up that like, when I rise and I show who I am, I have this narrative of like, oh, I get rejected, right? Like they mm -hmm. reject me or the relationship is never the same again. So I, I think I'm like walking through it with this awareness that like, is it me? Is it not me? And I think that's where the, the therapy, the couples therapy is going to come into play. Yeah. Um, and then I think the other part is like, because I think I'm just still growing awareness around that question. Mm. Is that I noticed that 
when I start to open to, to spiritual topics that I feel like, I think that's the challenging thing about being spiritual is like, we can feel so much of what like our partner <laughs> is feeling or how they're reacting. Like, and I feel a part of him kind of shut down or back away. Mm-hmm. And then I notice that and it feels a little bit awkward and then I shut down. So like a lot of our conversations lately have been like, I need to be fully expressed like everywhere. And in this relationship, like for it to work, like I need to find a way to be fully expressed, like mm. alongside you, like, and I think that's what we're trying to figure out is like, can, can we navigate that in a way that like serves both of us? Yeah, this is such an interesting topic because it's such a reality where like this does happen in relationships where one person does go down the spiritual route and it, it never intended to be that way at all. And yeah. things happen, like I've seen it before as well. And I'm wondering like... Have you been here before? Like I'm kind of curious if there's anything that has happened for you or if you were just like always this way. If oh. I can hold to like ask you. <laughs> I wasn't always this way I went down the spiritual path like hardcore a few years ago and then I (laughs) came out of it and shut everything down because I went down a route where I don't think it was right for me I went down the route of nearly converting to Christianity and really um, I didn't know that what yeah I was you know I was I found like my place within this group of like healers and I was very lost at the time like I'd had anxiety every single day for like 11 years and it just I didn't know who I was like at all and I met these people and um, they were just really good people and they it was the first time I was exposed to like energy healing. Like they would put their hands on like my, my chest and I could feel something going on inside me. Like, it's not like I could be like, oh yeah, like, you know, I don't know. They're just healers. Like I could feel physically something yeah. going on. And so I thought, okay, well, this is it. Like I've never felt that being Jewish. <laughs> I didn't relate it to, you know, I don't know. And anyway, so I nearly converted, lost a lot of friends, family, didn't like that at all. Um, And then I just shut down because it was really painful. Like, you know, Mm. being in the Jewish community and nearly converting to Christianity is like a no-no. So it was like, okay. Like, yeah, just a lot of people like, oh my God, did you hear that, Shannon? Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So yeah. I shut it off and then only over the past year and a half I got back into it but it's really I, I love it now and I'm, I'm going in a different way it's not a religious way it's it's a spiritual way and I love yeah. that yeah. I think that I really love like that there's certain people I meet that like they just have this expanded like box of like how they hold God and they might like be like oh I'm Christian or I'm Jewish but then they have this sort of expanded view in which like they hold other things that also resonate mm-hmm. with them and they're not like this doesn't fit within this tight box like and it sounds like for you you you've been like very experimental to find like where you are now but yeah it's like yeah it's interesting like like how much 
we do like have to face that rejection within relationships to like be true to ourselves. Mm. And I think that's maybe why a lot of people don't do it is like relationships are, and connection are kind of like the core of being a human. I think in many ways yeah. that it's like, it feels like it comes at great risk to explore these things, you know? Yeah, I get that. And also like, you know, in a relationship, like in marriage, how how do you like fully accept each other's transitions when it isn't like the person that you originally married? Do you know what I mean? Like it must be yeah. so hard. I think it's like, I I feel like I can't even answer that as of yet. Like, I think that I have to sort of see like, what comes of this for us like and I think that it would probably be challenging like I think that we definitely absolutely have to do the work together to to sort of bridge that gap or to sort of like kind of recreate it um like what is our relationship now like who are we like what did what did we fall in love with each other you know for Mm -hmm. and how does that still exist today and and um I think that like the kid part has been like a whole other thing because I think that's one you hear often, right? It's just like, there's like these little beings now that like need you and it changes the dynamic. But then I know that I'm like throwing this whole other wrench in there being like, I'm a channel, like, you know, like I communicate with otherworldly beings. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like there's, there's all of that as well. And so, um, I mean, I accept it. I think one of the things that I know about taking these risks, it's never been in like a marriage relationship is that there's always actually more connection on the other side. As I was thinking, like, I'm sure you would agree as well. Like, no matter where it ends up, it's like, you are more of who you are. So you're this greater point of attraction Mm. for like friendships, like, Mm. you know, whether it's like a lover or ideal clients, like there's this different magnetism and it's sort of like others might fall away, but it's always always coming. Oh my God. Okay. So I have to ask you, how has your experience been with this? Because I find it very painful that like certain friendships are just naturally falling away. Like what's your experience being with this transitioning into like a different energy and, you know, meeting those beautiful friendships, but yeah, like what's happening on the other side when, when the others fall away? Yeah. Um, I think that sometimes naturally like people come in and out of alignment. So I do know that like, there's certainly been like some friendships that like, or people from like college, you know, that like I didn't talk to and then we're both like sort of realizing, oh wow, like we really ended up in a similar way and we'll reconnect or some that are gone for a while. And it's like, I can kind of love them from a distance, but like I can just kind of sense we're not in alignment. Yeah, I think that, I think that, I don't know that I have like a perfect answer other than that, but I do, I do experience that. I feel it with family as well. And I think a lot of um, my thoughts lately have been like, hmm, like, well, why does family like have to be like, um, you know, like they always say like blood is thicker than water and like all of these things about like family and I love my family and I love like 
being around them most of the time, most most of them. <laughs> yeah. I think at times I like wonder like at what point do you like just sort of create your own family of people that are in mm, alignment that. and like celebrate holidays with like those individuals and I think like I think that um I I can't say that I've made any like bold moves on that but I do sometimes wonder like because it feels like almost we're just like conditioned of like oh you spend certain holidays or certain times just with these people that you are blood relatives with and at what point mm -hmm. like is it more in alignment for you to just like create new traditions oh yeah that's opened my mind actually to like what's possible in the future especially because you have this like big move as well like you kind of like i don't know i feel like you just have so much possibility to like create what you want at least that's how I see it for you yeah and also I was thinking like I really do want a family life but that that does include friends like really good friends and they can be family too so yeah I love what you said there hmm so there's is there like any aspect of you that like I don't know it seems like you have like a non-attachment to like the people coming and going in your life um, is it quite like fluid like that? Hmm. Sometimes <laughs> I'd yeah. say, I'd say, um, there's times where I notice it. And like, I think I, when I compare it to like what the relationship used to be, like I'm mm -hmm. thinking of like a specific, like family member that I used to sort of feel a little bit more closeness with, like there's times where it stings because I'm just like, wow, like I felt like I had such a bond, you know, and I felt like it was, I got so much out of it. Like I felt like, um, I feel like they were the family member that gave me the most like parental love and yeah. that I really was like, you know, wanting to receive it. And so I think like there's times where I think about it or I'm like sort of in comparison of like, here it is now. And here, here it used to be this way. And I think in the, I think when I'm in like that duality of it, it's, um, it's, it stings a little bit, but I, I do feel like, um, I've been noticing, like even navigating through this, like stuff with my marriage that I, I am really a lot better at like coming back to center and mm -hmm. like knowing that I don't really need to like worry or compare too much to what it used to be or what might happen yeah. next and that does drive my husband a little crazy because he's just like get riled up like fight for this like and yeah. I think because we're almost taught like that that's what like love looks like that it looks like this like crazy sort of like like passionate like angry fights and I'm just yeah. like mm, I don't know like I don't feel like I'm like my best communicator at that point and I feel like there's like you know there's really no like anger with us we actually are like we're not fighting we are like great partners and parents yeah. together that it's just some of these like big things right that we're we're sort of like combing through right now but I'd say a lot a lot of the times now like I'm better at like just coming back to the present and knowing that like this is all that I have control over and just like do my best to like 
show up in this moment and like be fully here with them. I don't want to make myself sound like I'm like a Buddha or <laughs> <laughs> like a monk or anything like that. Cause I'm not perfect in any means, but I, I've definitely seen growth and almost been surprised that I'm just like, Wow, like I'm picking this well. Who is yeah. this? <laughs> yeah. I feel like the key is to be non-attached. Like that's when we suffer when we're so attached mm-hmm. to like the old versions of ourselves and the relationships that don't serve us anymore. Like that's the pain that I feel. And I know it's it's a journey. It's definitely a journey. It's a journey. Yeah. 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 I think it's a, a similar thing, like like I think about in business, like the non-attachments to clients. And I do think that that's like a thing as well of not having that grasping energy because sometimes I see, and I've seen it with myself when I'm just like, I, you know, I need the clients or like, I want this person to work with me. And like, it doesn't usually work out that way. Or it's like a client relationship that like is going to fall apart somehow, you know, maybe yeah. a lesson will be learned, I'm sure. But like, I do feel the more that I'm just like, Hmm. like well if it's mine like it's there for me it's gonna come to me and it doesn't mean that I just like sit there doing nothing or taking no actions but like that non-attachment I feel like in business like while still being like an active creator I feel like it's like just as important you know yeah what's your relationship with trusting the universe Hmm. yeah it's pretty big at this point because I think that um, like every like step of the way that I've like made big decisions, um, it's all been back to like that. Oh my God, there's just this thing inside me, this intuition that's just telling me it's time to like let go of recruiting and to only be a coach mm-hmm. and to let go of all you know the money that was coming in on that side. Or most recently, like last June, like. I had this like ongoing coaching client that was like great regular money. And Mm -hmm. I started to notice I'm like, it's time for this to go. Like there's Mm -hmm. something else I'm meant to be doing. This is no longer in alignment and um, let's let it go. That's definitely one of the challenges as well of like being in a a relationship, like a a partnership with someone that isn't because they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, just going to like recreate this. I think I definitely have like, there's the perception that I'm a little bit too sort of like, you know, flowing or like recreating all the time. But I think it's just like that the universe is literally like my uh, superior, you know, in this, in this respect. And that um, I do feel like in business, there's like different levels of like mission, right. That we're, that we're set on. And I always get that that inner sense when it's like time for me to be focused on somebody new when it's time Mm -hmm. for me to show up in a different way it like it rises and I just can't at this point I can't ignore it um and it's a little terrifying I think like the answer like and the guidance comes clearly but like the actually like doing it or like letting go of clients and like clearing the decks that part doesn't Mm. and it's like I think that constant um like need to like that's when I really have to get into like the daily practices of like okay let's stay in trust like let's stay in creation let's just like really you know ground and like knowing that like this always works out everything's always working out for me and um 
Yeah, so I'd say the guidance and the trusting is one, and then like the like the staying there is like a totally separate thing that takes that still takes like regular daily practice for me, you know. Like the doing part of it. Mm-hmm. Like the not freaking out and like going back to like what it was before. Yeah. Um, like the most recent guidance was like really letting go of like one-on-one work and. Mm. That was hard because there was people I had worked with for like three years and it's hard to just be like, no, don't pay me anymore. I love working with you. You know, it's like, yeah, it's hard to trust that. Um, But then I'll like, I'll find like, as I get curious about it, like I'll ask, like, you know, I'll sort of like. I always tune in and see how something feels, you know, and I'll tune mm-hmm. in and I'll be like working with clients one-on-one. Mm, yeah. That feels terrible in my body. Like, no, I'm like, Oh, like what if it was these one-off like intensives where we just are together, you know, for one day for six mm-hmm. hours, I was like, that feels pretty good. Great. So I think like, there's always like, Hmm, I guess like, there's other pathways like and things are usually being cleared for something new to be created but like mm-hmm. I think it's that trust because we, we can't see it with our eyes that it's created yet we just have to like mm. know that like just like renovating your house like if you're gonna fully like create like a new interior like you're gonna have to throw a lot of shit away you're gonna have to like clear things out let things go and it feels like I feel like that's a really good metaphor for it right now that's a great metaphor yeah it's so true how do you um feel it in your body like is there a particular part in your body where like you just you just go to when you go within hmm I do like a thing where sometimes I'll ask yes or no and I could feel either for me like have you done that with like the using your body as a pendulum before I don't know if it worked for me I'm sure I did it a few months ago but like sometimes my mind just wants to like force the answers yeah yeah I think um whenever I ask my body for yes or no like usually the energy will like I'll feel it rise up and I kind of feel you know good and joyful and um if I feel a no it usually kind of like sinks I feel it like in my gut um I feel like sometimes it's just kind of like a pause to like check in because my mind will tell me one thing right and usually that's Mm. I know that's like where the conditioning lives like where the shoulds the inner mm-hmm. Karens all fucking live up there. And so <laughs> my mind might be like, yeah, that's a great idea. Like, oh, someone wants to pay me that money. Like, that sounds great. And I, I've learned to just be like, wait, 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 let me feel it. Yeah. <laughs> let me see what my truth is. And I think that if I were to simplify it, it's just like it either feels good and, and yeah, yeah. Um, just like clear and positive or it feels like it feels bad it feels uneasy or like a little bit of like um tenseness or Mm. discomforts like the very slightest bit of like I don't know that uncomfortableness I don't even know if that's a word that kind of just lands in your body yeah Yeah, like the body like knows your truth like I think that's why I use it so often you know yeah how powerful is that though like that's our indicator to like where we're going like literally it's our vehicle 
it's our vehicle yeah and it's like it's not gonna lie to us it knows who we are Mm. even beyond like this lifetime here and I think that like with yeah there is so much conditioning right like constantly like from all around us projections you know from other well-meaning people telling us who we should be or what we should do that like ultimately like that's the thing that we have to come come back to and I I I personally need a lot of those check-ins even if I'm like pulling a card for myself or like receiving a reading from someone else like I think it's important to always check in and be like is this for me like is this like the right next move for me like am I feeling this correctly yeah I love that because we always ask other people for like the answers to ourselves mm-hmm. it's like we we have the answers to ourselves like not your mum not your dad not your boss no. we have all the answers yeah. that's why one of my like big phrases that I've been saying in business to other people is like you are your own business oracle like ultimately like because there was a time where I almost stopped doing readings because I felt like it it was disempowering and then it was like revealed to me that I'm just confirming what someone already knows right Mm -hmm. but like I when I say something that they've never shared with me before Mm. And it's exactly confirming something that they felt was right for them. That us as readers, like we're just sort of providing these confirmations. (laughs) And so I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I I think that I I really needed to understand that so that I knew that I wasn't interfering with anyone's like inner wisdom. Mm -hmm. And um yeah ultimately like even if I feel into something for them or if I'm coaching somebody I'm always like you let that land with you that's what's coming in for me you need to now feel into that and sometimes I think it's just something for people to push against and that I really had to like let go of like in coaching always having like the exact right answer from someone and just knowing that like sometimes they push against it and they say no it's actually not that but it is mm. this over there and it serves a purpose in a different way. Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, isn't it? It's like, yeah. because it's never really like about us, you know, if we're like the coach mm. or the healer. I think even with Reiki, that we're ultimately even doing our own healing, but that we've been so conditioned to think that another has to heal us that like after I got Reiki certified, I realized that I'm just like, it's really like just the intention when you're coming together with that person. Um, and, and, you know, they're, they're going to co-create the energy together. They're going to just you being in the room with them and them like holding this desire for you. That's mm-hmm. going to shift you a little bit energetically. But I do think that oftentimes it's always just that, you know, us as individuals that do it, but we yeah. just feel like, oh, I need someone else to do this to me to do this for me yeah what is that like why do we put so much of our power in other people's hands man I don't know I think I I, does just seem like that's just like the the conditioned response I think even when I think about coaching I think a lot of it's vibrational that like if we think if we work with a coach who's somewhere where we like are aspiring to be I think that oftentimes if they hold the stronger frequency 
they're just going to pull that person up, right? And they're mm. going to be this vibrational, like, attunement for them. Yeah. And I think that more than anything, <laughs> like, that's often what goes on. Or maybe we want to, like, own our taboo or our, you know, we were talking about how we both love Crystal, who was a guest. Like, just mm. being around Crystal, she shifts me, you know? Like, the way that she yeah. loves these, like, sexual energies, like, mm. I can attune to her. And that's going to unlock something different in me. But ultimately, it's like, I have to let my frequency go there. You know, I don't know. I feel like that's like a whole other like rabbit hole that we could go yeah. down. Yeah, it's so interesting. So interesting. I have something that I would love to ask you, actually, because you're so beautifully tapped in and intuitive. Like, how do you ground yourself as well? Because that's like, the other half of the element isn't it yeah like especially when I was working with um like a mentor on channeling she was saying okay like if you're gonna go into these frequencies like I need to make sure that you stay grounded because sometimes people mm. just like they want to be tuned in it feels so good that like they're not really like living life here and participating in life yeah. but it's important that we keep participating for me, like I have two kids and like, they're very, I mean, four and 18 months, like they're very hands-on. Like my son, we're learning, I, I, we believe that he's on the spectrum. He's getting like an mm -hmm. official evaluation. So it's like, it's very much like in the trenches of parenthood. And so yeah. I feel like for me, it's like, those are my babies. Like I have something to like come back to. I feel like mm -hmm. for, for other people, I think it's going to be different. I think that I think that we have to find like something that we really care about here and now. I think sometimes for people, it's social justice issues that like we have mm. to care enough of what's playing out here in this three D world that we still show up and participate, and we're not just sort of like off in the you know angelic ethers or wherever like yeah. communicating and and not sort of bringing it back because we are ultimately like here to like ground these frequencies or to create this this bridge from 3d to 5d is like really how i see it um so for me that's what it is like i feel like that's like a very simple way that's already built into life but everyone i absolutely agree has to find what that is for themselves yeah, that's so interesting that you said it's children, because <laughs> I don't have that yet. I have to do a lot of meditation to ground myself. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like there's so much beauty when you do ground yourself and you are very intuitive, because I feel like it only just makes it stronger. And it's more beautiful to bring those gifts through when you are more in the 3D world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I've also been like... Cause sometimes I feel different things with like grounding um, before a reading. Cause I've heard some teachers say you ground first because your frequency can go higher. I've heard mm -hmm. a different teacher. I hear this less often that told me like, do not ground before. And mm -hmm. I've kind of had to find my own answer. Like when I hear conflicting things, like what's right for me. And so my spirit team actually tells me ground into the crystalline grid of the, the earth that like mm -hmm. that's the the part that sort of like allows like the all of the energies of the cosmos to sort of be here in the earth plane so that's actually what I've been really focusing on grounding into 
lately because for me like I see it as like great I'm tapping into this like this wisdom and knowing mm. from like two sides the way that it lives here on the earth plane as well as mm. I always like when you know when I'm doing readings I I connect into to source you know to spirit as well so I've been like thinking about that lately of like Ooh, well, what do we say what do we ground into yeah oh that just reminds me do you know who Jeffrey Allen is no who's that he's a healer he used to be an engineer and he like just started having like these healing abilities and then he just um something really inspired me about him where he was like okay for one year I'm literally going to tune into my intuition and follow whatever it tells me and it took him on this like amazing beautiful journey but he says that like when we try and ground into the earth's energy some of us are grounding into like the the old energy from the earth and he invites you to like ask the energy what is the new energy of the earth that we can ground into and when I did it it was so different like it was a completely different visual a completely different feeling and I always keep asking it because I feel like it keeps upgrading upgrading anyway so yeah it's just uh He's he's so inspiring. Um, I Jeffrey really recommend Allen, him. Jeffrey Allen, you said Jeffrey. Yeah. Allen. I'm gonna look him up. That's interesting. Yeah, I do think like it's important for us too to like sort of feel into these things for ourselves because I also just get the sense that like what's happening right now is we're not meant to like just take what one teacher or person says. Mm-hmm. Not that you're doing that in any way, but like. And then feel into like if it's true or not. Because mm-hmm. sometimes have you been noticing like there's like very conflicting things coming out like in different spiritual communities? Yeah. Like, you know, there's people that talk about the moon and then I see these other people talking about like, oh, you know, it's, you know, the moon is like has these negative agendas, you yeah. know, and like it has these energetic hooks into you because it's, you know, tied to all these like breeding programs and like from the galactic stuff but I always have to like feel into it and be like hmm, what does it feel like for me like instead of just feeling like I need to choose like one group I feel like there's almost this is a whole other thing which probably will take us off but I feel like there's almost like these timeline splits that are happening where it is really about like tuning into our truth right now and yeah. that that actually might be true for those other people. There might actually be negative things going on mm. with the moon, but that it's important for us not to just like hear or see like an influence or say something, but like yeah. bring it back to the body and be like, is this my truth? Is this like accurate for the life that I'm living on this timeline? And like, I think that's a good thing for all of us to remember, but I'm very intrigued. Like, I feel really good about what you're saying about the new earth. Like, um, mm. yeah, well, I guess it's just what, thing. Yeah, it's just what works for you as well, isn't it? And like, I almost feel like there are some people that I am so inspired by, and I don't take everything that they say as well. Like, right. some things I love, some things I don't love. And in the past, I would have been like, okay, well, I'm gonna reject this person completely now. <laughs> They told me one thing that doesn't resonate, so the rest must be bullshit. But I'm just learning to take what like the little nuggets that I like from different people and make it my truth. And I think that's so nice that we can kind of just like keep a mix from different people. It's beautiful. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I even like really talking to people like 
lately that like I do really love Jesus even though I'm not a Christian or a Catholic like I love like OG like rebel healer Jesus and so there are times where like I get into a conversation with someone who like really knows a lot about scripture and I think it's just so fascinating like even that stuff for me it like when they can like translate like what a certain scripture thing from the Bible really means like even those nuggets to me lately are like really juicy yeah I I believe in like Christ consciousness like I think I think that's a oh thing yeah sure. totally yes yeah but it's it's very conflicting being Jewish and tapping into that really the Christ consciousness is that like your your inner rebel as well like coming out I don't actually I haven't done it like since I was like on that path but I know that it's a thing because I've experienced it like myself and I had the craziest dreams like you wouldn't believe wow crazy like this is why like I was so certain that this was it for me because everything was just like adding up but wow. I'm I'm happy I'm happy <laughs> on my path now so I don't yeah. need to search for anything you know yes it'll find you it always finds you if it's like meant for you anyway whatever's meant to come in you know yeah that's beautiful it's nearly an hour already I'm wondering is there anything that you wish that I would have asked you Hmm. I don't think so I feel like this conversation like I love that we just let it flow to wherever it wanted to go and it was totally different. Like, I think I felt like I was going to come in and we we're just going to talk about business. Like I thought, oh, we're going to talk about like creation, energy and business. Like that's what was brewing. And yeah, totally, totally different. But like, it's almost as if, like, as soon as we came together, like the energy came mm-hmm. in and it informed us. <laughs> like what was yeah. going to happen. So, it was that shaman thing that you like. I was that was it. I'm telling you, I felt it. It felt like right though, like what unfolded felt like, yeah, this is what it's meant to be. So thanks for inviting me in and just like holding a a space that it allows me to like speak out loud about things that are like still mm. unfolding for me. I appreciate you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you unfolding because that's not easy. So yeah, thank you.